baseball and Ashley Thugs hit percentage is better than futures. <gasps> you're wrong. You're wrong. It's not. That is just a lie. That is just a terrible, terrible lie. Me. Yeah, this is the this is Tamagotchi. Twelve us to Milwaukee. Bitch, I'm making red. Sound like Pavarotti. Bitch, my Vaseline. You can't get it off me. Bitch, this not my scene. Vamos pa' Miami. Fill on my waistline. I'm in the lake for hours away. Just hit me on FaceTime. Feeling so good. Feeling so good. You singing the bass line. Your body is on me. You're touching up on me. We come at the same time. Uh, I'm gonna issue an apology. Three, I think three episodes ago, I said Maggie the Stallion was shelved. She she hopped off the shelf. You guys heard uh, Plan B? No. She did the snippet at Coachella. It's a Wu Tang dash Jodeci freaking you sample remix, and it's like the exact bounce that you want to make. Like I gotta play it. You didn't hear it? I heard that her that the snippet was going crazy. That's like if you could make a Meg single, it would be the. It's not the bad. It's the bounce. It's the aggressive. I, it's the aggressive nature. That's what I want from me. Like I feel like that's just the untapped like before she blew up shit. Exactly. Like the the chick who's like rapping with. Ten niggas in like a cipher, and she's easily the hardest one. Like I like that Meg. Look, I must. Say, I ain't gonna lie. That is a lane that has not been. Chance, stop, stop it. Because <laughs> you're gonna be say something ignorant. I was just about to say. Ah, uh, shout out to Lotto, who is had big energy. Uh, she was carrying that lane. Number five or six on Billboard right now. We know, do we ever I, talk about Chance? Him please let me finish one sentence this episode. I I beg. <laughs> Lotto. Has a hit. Big Energy is a hit. I was I not familiar. Remember that track? It's the G, it's the Tom Tom Club sample. The uh, I don't even I don't even know how it goes. Did I you call it? Is it called Big D? Oh, okay. You yeah, just yeah. called it Big Energy. This is Big Energy. Oh, it's the one with the Mar- Mariah Carey remix that everybody was going crazy over. Right, the Mariah yeah. shit too. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, Lotto, Lotto is right there like i do believe in the meg single but she's not coming back to like an empty lane she's gonna have to That's fight facts. for that spot back how, which i think how, is nice in the realm of women rap what do y'all think that lane like how how like fertile is that soil in women rap like can oh, multiple just, women exist in that lane or is this like a one top queen everybody else you got to find somebody it's one. else it's still one i was just about to say i mean it's like it's like a fight it's like Leading up to the fight for like the the title, so it is like the UFC. I'm not gonna so lie. I think, I think multiple a, people can exist, but I, I'm glad you brought up that point that that's the bag she she dipping back into because it feel like when she first came on the scene, like her bag was kind of ta- it was tapped into already, but I feel like she came in and there was like room for for the one. Now I feel like everybody trying to do that thing. Like we even talked about it with Chloe. Like, why is she trying to hop into, like, this bag now? I mean, you have all, yeah, you have the Mono Leos of the world. Like, Rico Nasty is back on her rap shit. Flo Millie is back outside. Like, there's a lot of competition. But I even think Flo Millie, that's somebody who we were talking about was in, like, a slightly different lane. Flo Millie is one she, of them. Yeah, exactly. Which is why we thought she was so, like, she was her. I still I still think that. I think next Flo Millie project. Agreed. Conversations will be had. Well, that's interesting. So Vance says we have a little Lotto Meg. That's the thing. I feel like if Meg commits to the lane, it's Meg's like for the taking. Like maybe, but <laughs> that's I don't her know. Seat. Lotto Lotto's got some really good music. That's that's all I'm saying. This is true. We I was about to say, do we Meg's talk about music her has project? never followed her image. That, also, it's like Lotto that last project. That's what I. That was the favorite parts that I liked was when she was in her aggressive bag. That's probably what I thought fit her the best. But I think she's at a younger stage in her career, so she's still like trying different shit, 
like there was songs in that last project she was like trying to be the, like the sexy girl like sex songs and like True. other shit and I was like ah you're still experimenting <laughs> so I don't know if she knows for sure that that's her bag just it yet it will be interesting the next year it's been two years since Pusha T first announced Push is about to drop <laughs> on that Pop Smoke album that's facts bro the album finally dropped did it live up to two years worth of rollout no I didn't think of it like two years worth of rollout so for me I was satisfied how did you think of it I mean I didn't really think when he said that y'all really took note and was like okay put that in the back back of my mind like I thought I took it no it was like okay album's coming in like four months <laughs> that shit came in like 20 months later I was not tweaking for the push album I ain't gonna lie I was not like ooh so I was not disappointed um thought the album was thought it was very solid great production of course that was a given but I thought like when you look back at that at um we looked at the production on Daytona. It was like, all right, how do we kind of top this? And of course, you bring back Ye for a lot of it, but I thought he just did a good good job throughout with the production. I really enjoyed that portion. Of course, a lot more of the same with, with Push with the the subject matter and the themes. It is what it is at this point, but that's kind of what you expect. So, really, no. You could tell, here. like, you could tell Pharrell wanted him to make the song songs with like full hooks and then like. Yay was like, we're just going to do Daytona. But, like, again, with some features. And I must say, I like the Dreaming of the Past record. And I like the Just So You Remember record. But the other Yay songs were a little lackluster for me. Um, I didn't like the Cuddy Joint. Yeah, wasn't really, I wasn't really rocking with, with those songs. Um, I like Brambleton, the intro track. That was a very, very solid track. Probably... One of the best Pharrell beats I've heard since early Neptunes, I guess. Um, I just like the fact that Push really had a hook. It sounded natural. And like Chance said, the production was going crazy. Um, Taj, I guess you can give you a review before I really start hating on the rollout for this album. I was, it sounds like, you know how certain like actors, they'll do these like really indie films or like these, like they'll do a Marvel superhero movie. And then it's like they never win an award. But then they do like an autobiography of like Nelson Mandela. And you're like, oh, it's Oscar bait. This felt like that, but in like rapper form. This felt like Grammy bait. Like Daytona gave him a taste of like this critical acclaim. And now he's like, oh, I want more. I'm going to make my shit less gritty, more song structure So this And it, you could feel the lack of grit. And then he spent the whole rollout. I think I'm probably like the... One nigga on earth who watches every interview when a person's doing a rollout. He spent the whole rollout like prefacing, like, I'm not just rapping about Coke. There are themes inside my Coke raps. So, I, me, I was like, okay, I trust you, Push. I went and listened to the whole project looking for these underlying themes. There are no themes <laughs> underlying. It's, it's just, just Coke, Coke rap, rap and just, just like trying to shit on other rappers. Like, so that part was a little disappointing. I, I don't think it was mid. I saw a lot of people calling it mid. I don't think it was mid. I think it's just like... I wouldn't call it mid. I don't know. It exists somewhere in between good and mid to me. Above average. It was a... You, you saying it was a little bit... It was watered down. Yeah, definitely. For commercial purposes. It was a bit watered. I just... I mean, if there's if there's anything that will point to the diluted nature of the album more, look no further than the rollout. Um, I can't think of the name right now, but what was that song where bro. he was like repeating something? <laughs> the least descriptive element possible. Oh, no. One second, one second, one second. Um, the weekend of the album release, he had a listening party in New York titled Coachella. Um, and it was full of a bunch of white industry heads that were there to listen to the album. I think he was giving out bricks, which were like wrapped. It was merch that was wrapped up, I think, like to look like a brick. And I don't know. It did not give me a great feeling. Every time about it. I can't I can't stop thinking about it every time. You drink about the never mind. Alright. You just interrupt this man and go, never mind. <laughs> Cause y'all was gonna say something. I was just gonna say like this nigga just can't let the Coke shit go. It just like this shit just so ingrained with this man identity. It's just corny like Coachella. What? I think yeah, that's definitely like fuels my point of like this being like Oscar award bait. 
type album. Like, no niggas heard Coke chilling was like, oh shit. It's like I'm he excited. invented Coke. He's acting like he invented Coke. Like, <laughs> yeah. This, but I can definitely tell you that that probably got every white hip hop head like, oh shit, that real shit is coming out. <laughs> like, this is probably like their ultimate vessel into that whole lane. Now they walked in. They were definitely taken aback. They were like, whoa. We're at, we're at Coachella. Bush really wants you to it. think he is Frank fucking Lucas, literally. Essentially, but, and it's working. I got some questions courtesy of Complex. Uh, they said, quote, best song? For me, I got Call My Bluff. Brambleton. I just like it when rappers are rapping that personal shit. Brambleton so was I, hard. When I yeah. hear him talking about the club he was at and the, the whips that they were riding and, and the whole environment of everything, I'm like, yeah. Puts me in that environment. I felt like I was in Virginia. I got Call My Bluff. The second verse on Call My Bluff, one of the best verses of the year so far to me. I just, it was a I great like verse, great delivery. I like Call My Bluff and uh, Open Air. Those were solid, too. Hold Just on, let me say mine. We're waiting on you. <laughs> I did like to call my bluff, but I'm a sucker for that. Uh, I'm a sucker for that on um, that production on rock and roll. So that's my favorite one. Off, 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 rip. And I'm, off, like I'm a the big, first impression. I'm a huge Cuddy fan, but Cuddy kind of he he under delivered, but yeah. the production I, made also, up for it. Kanye divorce bars like it, it, as a Kanye it fan, I'm nasty. ready to just skip the next two years of every nasty. verse is just about next to be a bunch chapter. of divorce bars. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was not I was not tapped into the bars on that song. I was definitely just listening to that that little sample. Uh, so, biggest skip for me is to uh, scrape it off with Uzi and Don Tolliver. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's terrible. Hey, Don Tolliver did did his thing though. Don he Tolliver. did. He tried his hardest. And that's that's what listen to your theory. <laughs> I feel like Don Tolliver could have been, but yeah, he nah. It just it was not it was not a good matchup. Uh, best thing about the album, I think Vance already gave his answer. With, no, Chance said production. Mm, I don't know. These are like too many superlatives about this album. All right. I listened. I didn't listen that many times. <laughs> that was it anyway. Uh, my best thing about the album, I it, it corrected the push it to you stock for me i think after daytona Pusha t was really really like elevated in my life and i just kept revisiting daytona and this was like okay yeah this makes more sense daytona's more we of an see outlier why you are not you <laughs> yeah. see why you are not really relevant prior to this oh i'm not going that far but i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying daytona was more of an outlier than the norm daytona was just it was just so potent seven songs uh i already knew it wasn't gonna Live up to that. It's just come on, man. Uh, we can do another single real quick. Southside, future Travis Scott. Hold that. Oh, quick review, brother. So now you listen to singles when before you didn't listen to singles. This is a Southside <laughs> single. <laughs> That's like all we're gonna get from him. <laughs> I will say I've talked about it with some friends as of late. It, it is time for us to really get rid of the featuring Travis and future featuring Thug future. Featuring Future and Drake. We need to get rid of these combos. It's, it's time. They had a great run from 2014 to 2021, 2022, but we don't need to see these collabs anymore. There's enough. But I must admit, this one sounded very, very good. This was a solid song. I did not, I think, I, I it was one of the songs where I thought I knew what it was going to sound like before I came into it. And it still sounded a, a bit like it. Yeah, I was about to say, it sounds like... <laughs> but it was like, it was a little bit better than, than what I was expecting. At least on Travis's end. The future verse was lackluster. It was whatever. But Travis? Travis's return might be official. And I've been saying it. The two records that he dropped whenever, a couple months ago, Mafia and Escape Plan, which just dropped at a terrible time. Um, those should be hits, but they weren't. And uh, I think Travis is going to either come back with one or two more. That's really gonna make that splash, and I'm I'm trying to tell niggas, bro. Travis still has the little kids. Like, we were having all these conversations about Kendrick doing a million first week. No, 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 bogus. There's a nigga to do a million first week. It's Travis. It's all dated. Am I lying? So you're Don't the do it in the spectrum from Vance. You getting the op- you getting the feeling that it sound like some new shit. It sound like I didn't necessarily say it's new. I just said it's hard. I don't think I don't know if that's the direction he's going. I really don't know what that is, but I do think he's choosing good songs to put out. Not a bad song. It just 
I would say first impression, it sound like some, it sound like a song, like it sound eerily similar to, to a song I heard before. If I think of the name, I'll let y'all know. I can't, Hilarious. I can't pinpoint it, but look, it's, it, it, it sound eerily similar to a future song. It sounds, it sounds like a lot of future songs, but it does. I think Travis, his like verses were really good. Is my point. It was the best Travis verses on a feature. I've heard in a minute the hooks. I didn't, the hook I didn't really care. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very it's repetitive stupid. hook. It's a feeling hook. Uh, future. I'm I'm saving my takes on future till the album drops. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna hate on future anymore until I get the next project. It. I kind of want to <laughs> save them too. Yeah. Right, I'll play I'll play unheard. My unheard artist. I've got this is a this is a first time unheard type unheard. She's a she plays the heart. Her name is Madison Kaylee. She like covers these like classic tracks, but she does it with like a heart. It's kind of cool. It's I recommend it for like when you're doing work or like studying or some shit, and you don't want like drums or anything. Like, well, this is for me. Yeah, you just need a harp, <laughs> just a peaceful harp and a melody that you know. Like it's all melodies you know, songs you know. So you like humming along to it, but there's no actual words or like other instruments. Uh, I'll do if I ain't got you. Can I tell you something? Go. I never liked you. <laughs> All right. Who do y'all think that future has never liked? Why are you even asking us that nasty ass question? I have another of, question. You, have listen you listen ever? to my segue. Listen to my segue. Because of course, in the future, segue. he never liked you. You think it's a. It's a, it's a well, he fucked up my segue. You? He fucked up my segue. <laughs> He's talking I was about gonna to say, everybody. Who is that you he's talking about? <laughs> Who is this you that he's speaking to? It's non-existent. I was just wondering if y'all have ever worn like the plain eye cover inside of a car. I just bought an eye cover, not for a car. That is crazy. I don't think that's that crazy. I feel like if I'm in like the back of a Rolls Royce, like I'm probably used now to let taking me one up back you. there. Now let me one up you. Is it going to match the three-piece suit? That's crazy. I feel like... I feel like I probably got if I'm if I'm future rich I probably got a a rotation so yes a rotation a of suits album. and eye covers hell yeah <laughs> did son wait. at forty y'all know that nigga future say he spent like three hundred thousand four hundred thousand on clothes per month so yes not surprising um future album releasing April 29th titled I don't really like you album I never cover. liked you not I don't really never. Oh, ever. It's been the most ultimate, like, up and down rollout. Like, he does one thing that gets me excited, then he immediately, <laughs> like, takes it away with something, really the next took, thing he this does. took it away. Like, he yeah. announced um the features on the project, Kanye West, Drake, Gunna, Lil Baby, Baby Brent Fias, FK Twigs, Vori, 42 Doug, SG, Babyface Ray. Super Team. This sounds like unheard A and R. This project, super team, hell yeah! <laughs> I was so excited, and then he drops this out. No, then he starts tweeting again. 
He's he's corny as hell. <laughs> I don't even remember what he tweeted. I just remember how corny they were. And I was they like, were terrible. Oh, stop. Like you're ruining all momentum of these amazing names you just listed. And then the album cover, the album cover, it's not and the name, it's not bad. It's one of those like it's at a C right now. If the music hits, it can it'll be it a up. classic. Yeah, if the music hits, it'll be a classic name, classic cover. If the music doesn't hit, I'm laughing at this shit for the next six months. Forever. The tweet, the tweet was, "Hope you can find someone to love you better than I did." Yeah, like come see, on. Era definitely did, yeah, but but he never liked you. <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused. That's what I'm saying. This is so confusing, son. This is part of the bag. Like the whole thing with Future is just like he's 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 a gaslighter. Like he's two sided. <laughs> like what's up? He what's said what's shit. One minute he said shit like I never liked you. Once he can't. Once he seen like something. But he be like telling you he love you and shit. He one of them niggas. That's the whole. That's the whole bag. This is so nasty. I what's the most interesting bag for future for you guys as fans? What's the most interesting bag? That, the bag that if future taps into that the most on a project, you'll be like, okay, I left this project happy. Sorry, off of Hendrix. I would just say, yeah, Hendrix too is in dire need of a of a sequel. So this isn't Hendrix two is an actual project. So I don't think this is going to be that. Oh, it is. Yeah, he announced that like a few months uh, a year ago. Well, I'm saying like that type of bag. It don't have to be a literal sequel, but it don't feel like it's going to be that though. I'm. It feel. I'm seeing a lot of features, but I do got the heartbreak. Snippets. I do got the heartbreak. Toxic niggas on here. You got Brent Fiers. You got my guy Vory. I feel like that Vory in future should be nothing short of spectacular. Who are some of the other features on there? Babyface, ESCG. Twigs. Gunna, Gunna Twigs. Twigs, like Twigs and Future, like y'all not. They've collabed before. Twigs on? still has my album of the year so far. You're just throwing it in as a little. I did re-listen. Asterisk. I re-listened today Same. again. I re-listened like last week. And I was like, time. damn, this, is, this shit is still hitting. <laughs> still hitting crazy. <laughs> Meta Angel is still a ridiculous song. There's a lot to like here. I would say the I say I'm a little scared that there might be too many features. Is there a room for Future on here? Just yeah, so. like I don't even know. I mean, I've heard that the Drake Future song is nuts, but I'm just so tired of the Drake Future Thug Travis like group conundrum of features. It's just like I know what they're gonna sound like. Let's just move on. That's why I like the Vory Babyface Fias. This is Brent's time. If Brent is not on his ultimate toxic ship with Did Future. You- did you see that tweet about um independent artists waiting too long to drop and losing their buzz? Yeah. I thought of Brent in that moment. Yeah, that's him. Brent announced that album on our first episode. <laughs> it was like next album coming. <laughs> the album still has not dropped. Yeah, we did announce. We did announce. <laughs> We're on episode 101. Gee, we definitely that did announce that we definitely did review Brent's album two years ago on our first episode. And he has still not even announced an album since then. Yeah. I mean, I, by the same token, though, he definitely didn't. He definitely kind of did follow the tweets' instructions of dropping music. Like he has been dropping, kind of. He's been dropping songs, not conventionally. He's been dropping Dropbox links and weird shit. Collabs with tra- uh, what's his name, Tyler. But yeah, he's definitely know. he's definitely kind of a forgotten forgotten about right now. It'd be interesting Brent, to see what a, yeah. uh, the next Brent project would do. Yeah, um, I will say this. Remember those words. What did you say? <laughs> Remember those words. I think I think I might have just slighted. Remember those Brent. words. Like, all right, he he'll be back. Trust. Oh. Okay. Oh oh, that was to you. That was to you. <laughs> that Brent is. He'll be back. Trust. Uh, in terms Good of the future project, time. I'm expecting a. I I personally would want to save me type bag, but. Expand it into album form. I think that was a very underrated future project. Save Me was great. Uh, but I'm thinking, based on the feature list, we're probably going to get something more like Beast Mode 2 ish. Also, another underrated future project of just like yes. a combination of trap and also these hard hitting, like emotional Cut on my songs. Wrist. And this, Hate, and this, I'm sorry, I'm expecting to that back. But at the end, this brings me back to our conversation we were having earlier, man. He just named all these as underrated future. Mixtapes and this nigga had the nerve to pick Thug over Future if he could only have one. Yeah, Taj's favorite rapper is Earl. I'm just shaking my head. 
That doesn't surprise me. Uh, thugs, baseball analogy, thugs hit percentage is better than futures. <gasps> You're wrong. Projects. You're wrong. Not that is wrong. just a lie. That is just it's a, not. Just a terrible, terrible lie. I'm, you, guys are, you guys are telling me I'm that wrong. As I'm looking at futures lie. projects, I'm looking at futures lie. discography. So you're telling me if we do a, <laughs> thug, a, versus, a thug versus future versus on projects, that thug is winning. First of all, thug does not have a single project better than DS2. Chance, let me put it this way. You're telling me that if they were to do an album versus... Thug would be able to come up with like seven, six to seven albums that Future wouldn't be able to touch. No. But I'm saying if you lay all the albums out, Future's coming away with twice as many misses as Thug. What has Thug had outside of Barter 6 through so much fun? Outside of those? Beautiful Thuggy Girls? Every slime No, 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 no. I'm saying saying in between that time frame. Yeah, I'm up. You got F. You got fuck cancer and Hercules on that project. So I, I don't think they can name it individual songs. I'm just letting trying to re like track your memory on the project. Then you got Slime Season Three. That's a whole. That's a classic. I don't even have to Absolutely. talk about Slime Season Three. You have not miss here. Then you got Jeffrey, underrated Thug project. Eh. Uh, underrated. Eh. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful Thugger Girls classic. Yeah. Uh, then you got him and Future's collab project. Mid. Well, you Don't can count, count that as a miss for both of them. So much fun, slime and B punk. So I'll say slime. He hasn't missed. <laughs> so much fun. But where's so Future much fun? Did not age. Did not age as well as those future records. Like basically, like so Future's much fun. High, so much fun and Wizard Future's would cancel each other out. It's way. It's That's way fair. higher than Thug's high, and they like have the same volatility. That's not true. So that future is not is true. Just, future I, would, has, I wouldn't say that. Thug's high. Let's go is through future projects. No, Thug's high is a stupid high. I'm talking about as far as whole projects go, like the entire. You're, of a you're just going to bring up DS2 as future's I'm ultimate not. high. We don't even have Which to talk is, about that. So, so what is we don't even talk about that, ultimate highs. We know who has, reach. What is future's this high? This is what that I'm saying. Let's, let's talk about projects, bro. Let's just go. Let's just go, man. Are we gonna talk about the same time frame, or are we just gonna go through all future? Man, projects? those three future mixtapes alone, bro. It's really, it's really crazy shit that happened on those projects. March Madness, fuck up some commas, and uh, Real Sisters on three separate projects that dropped in the same eight months. That's fucking nuts. March Madness, fuck up some commas, and Real Sisters. Three different projects. DS2 in the same calendar year. Man, let's talk. I'm not even going to go back that far. Let's just start 2014 with Monster, bro. Monster in 2014. Honest in 2014. 2015, we get Beast Mode. Wasn't 2015 56 nights? Yes. Did I mention DS2 already in one year? He went stupid. He had a great run. Then literally in 2016... Bro dropped. When was what a time? Bro dropped. No, what a time was 2015. In 2016, bro dropped. Um, he dropped Evolve, but before Evolve, he dropped. Uh, Purple Rain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Classic. Then that's that's 2016, right? 2017, we got Future and Hendrix. Did I did I say Evolve in 2016? Yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. We also got. What else we got in 2017? No, nah, it was just Pretty future. Sure we got Hendrix. one more mistake. It was just future. That Hendrix. was it for 2017. And yeah. then in 2018, we got Beast Mode 2. He came Mode back 2. with Beast Mode 2. Yeah. Beast Mode 2 was a great project. Underrated. Both the Beast Modes. And then 2019, Wizard? Yeah. Wizard was a Wizard project and where, uh, Save Me. I'm not going to call yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't complete. love Save Me. I love, I, I love Save Me. I was running that project that summer. I liked Save Me. So I, where is he missed? I'm just confused because I'm scratching my head and I'm trying to find a miss. When it feel like every the more I talk, the better it sounds. I gotta, I'm not trying to make this an argument of you was future though. is ass and thug is. I'm saying thug is just more thug potent. Over thug future. is more potent. Like I can go into the thug project and I know one I'm getting some different, and two. It's just less likely thug, to be misses. Does Thug really be missing? Like, when does Thug miss? That's my question. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. So much fun did not age like that. 
crazy. So much like, fun was a top ten project of that year at the time. It don't matter, but like we're talking about now, and now are you listening to so much fun in any capacity? I'm not Probably listening. Not. I'm not listening to Wizard in any capacity. Nigga comparing <laughs> Doug's biggest project to no, we not so doing much that. fun. We're not doing that. What we we comparing like their their acclaimed projects. All right, we, of course we know earlier. Ne- so much I'm fun saying. is literally in the title. It's self-explanatory. It was a fun project, and it ended up being a top ten project of that year. All right, we're moving goalposts now. We just was going okay. album for album, <laughs> and I was just talking about albums. No disrespect. I'm saying both are great artists. That was just that was a crazy. If a crazy I throw take. out, if I throw out Barter Six, Slime Season Three, Beautiful Thugger Girls, for my top three. So I'm confident against any other rapper on earth. <laughs> like that's so what your top three those, was? Beautiful Thugger Girl, Slime Season 3, Barter 6. No particular order, but... It's close, but it's not. I put that against DS2, which literally is a, just 17 hits. Hendrix. And what would you go for for that third one, Vance? That Wait, third what were your album. first two? Of course, you just had DS2 and Hendrix, default. I feel like for the third one... I'm putting 56 Nights. March Madness is one of the greatest rap songs of all time. Doug doesn't have that. I'm just like, what are we talking about here? I don't think I would throw 56 Nights in there as an album. I will probably go. Doug has a couple. Doug 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 doesn't have that. I ain't gonna lie, son. Doug had Indian niggas. Pluto 3D. Pluto 3D. Bro, that does not mean that it's the greatest. <laughs> just listen song to the, of just all listen time. to the hits, these niggas bro. were learning just English. To these, these niggas were bro. learning English to that. Just lyric. listen to these hits from 2012, bro. Turn on the light, same damn time, never end. Tony Montana. Like, no, bro. I'm sorry. I love song with Rihanna. I'm sorry. He did love song with Rihanna. I'm sorry. Doug wasn't even around. Really I'm sorry. What a time. He did what a time. I'm sorry. All I know is top three versus top three. I'm still confident in Thug. Has Thug done anything to the level of Jumpman? Even close? Yeah, he, had a, he had a number one track with Camila Cabello, or however you pronounce her yeah, name. Yeah, he did win his Grammy. Sure, 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 sure. That is definitely a huge debut I will give Thug that I was forgetting. <laughs> I just think Thug is more goaded for who he's put on. And while Future's goaded for who we put on, I think he's more goaded for the music than Thug is for the music. I think Future has underrated projects, like every jammed in between classics. I think Thug is just an underrated artist in general. I think that's a better two things can be true statement mm-hmm. than mine. <clears throat> Alrighty then. All right. That's real podcasting right there. We just talked about nothing for like 20 minutes. All right. Anybody want an unheard artist? I guess I can play one. If anyone has seen this video of Keitronada during his boiler room set with a young lady next to him dancing... She went viral. Um, but that young lady, her name is Shay Leah. She is actually a recording artist who frequently works with Kate Trinata. Um And even though I've listened to some of the Shay Leah songs before, the resurfacing of that video just made me go on a Shay Leah deep dive. So this is Shay Leah Cherish, produced by Kate Trinata. Thirty-three million with the Call Me If You Get Lost tour. How many Jace was it? He again? also 
He also sold uh, 33 shows in 32 cities. Earned 1.02 million per gig. Sold 12,155 tickets per market. In addition, last Hmm. week, he also sold 50,000 vinyls. 50,000 vinyl. Like, that's ridiculous. He's the king of vinyl. His 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 crowd is like the vinyl crowd. And <laughs> like that's a perfect overlap. It. Exactly. And he understands it. Like the, the homie ordered the vinyl and the vinyl shit looks so clean. I don't even own a record player, but I feel like I would buy that Tyler vinyl. Cause I, and, and the other thing is I know that shit's going to be worth a lot in probably 10, 15 years. Um, it was a few other stats too. Like he's just been going stupid. Um, Tyler, the creator. So. They didn't even announce the merch sales. I feel like the merch sales will probably make you like oh, that's just log dumb. out. <laughs> the merch sales will go crazy because nobody. I don't think any artist outside of maybe. I don't even think Travis pushes merch as hard as Tyler. Like if you go to day in any festival where Tyler the Creator is in, he doesn't. There's like the tour. There's like the festival merch. Then there's like the merch of all the artists where like they shit. Then there's a whole another booth just for like golf merch, and it's like, bro. What type of deal does this nigga have? Like, he also, this shit is uh, insane. The king of this shit. He, he also was giving fans his Converse collab just if they bought, like, the higher tier for the Flognaw tour, which is just, like, so smart. It's like, okay, if I was a fan of Tyler and he's giving away some exclusive Converse, all I have to do is pay an extra 100 for the ticket. I mean, I, would pay, I was going to pay for the Converse anyway. Might as well get the VIP Flognaw ticket. So you're right. He really might be the ultimate, the ultimate uh, merch pusher. I just wasn't. And he did the Amazon live show. I don't but think he is what you call an album nigga though. So I feel like the the merch really be working for him. Oh yeah, new Ma- new magic wand went platinum. It's like the merch always because he since he cares so much about the merch, it's, it's always like an event, like everything together. And his vinyl sells. Yeah, forty nine thousand five hundred copies. That's broke the record for most rap vinyl sales. And he won his second ever. straight best rap album at the Grammys. He had a hell of an April. Tyler's up, and he'll be back with an album next year. Every two years, project. Sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Tyler. We were wrong. Yeah. We were wrong. Thank we were you, wrong. You, we were wrong. You. Tyler Crater, best rapper. Tyler Crater. <laughs> I'll accept it. I, I think all that to be said. Travis is about to go crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be an Travis is about to piss on these numbers. They're just gonna be like this. They're gonna be like fighting each other, but then they're gonna be back in their own lanes. But then there's gonna be another clash where Travis tries to do some Tyler shit, and Tyler tries to make some Travis shit, and it's gonna be like okay. And then they're gonna go back in their lanes, and then shit, nobody can see even... the illustration you're doing with your fingers. But that's like the perfect. It's, <laughs> it's like the infinity DNA. symbol, and it's like it never really crashes, though they always coexist, and it's like. These niggas are identical, but not. There's something different. Yeah, definitely like flash and like reverse flash. Should be interesting. I'm excited though. The future is bright. Kaliucha said, "My third album and the next are both finished. One is an English album. That's one my is a artist Spanish album. That's my well, artist. My, uh, well, my I'm coochies not falling first. For the, I'm not falling for the bait. <laughs> Kaliucha has not released which one. You, which one you want first? Chance as you have her on your label. Which one? The English or the Spanish? Yeah." Based off that last Spanish joint, I might need the Spanish. I ain't going to lie. I might need the Spanish first. I like the back and forth, to be honest. Give me an English, give me a Spanish. Give me an English, give me a Spanish. That could work, too. Also, I feel like the Spanish one was hard, but it being Spanish, I feel like she didn't get the love she deserves. Like That project was insane. I kind of want her to get the love she deserves. I mean, she did do the English EP after that, so... That EP didn't get the love it deserved. It didn't. <laughs> Callie Uchis just don't get the love she deserved. That's why I took her so high in the draft, because I figured y'all y'all was going to take her. Was It'll y'all going to take her? No. Yeah. I yes. was. Thank God I had to, I took her out of my spot. I was. I had her slide it like, I don't remember which round. But it'll be interesting to see if this Tyler tour is like a stimulus for her. Tizo touchdown. I don't think it did anything for Vince, to be honest. I don't think he sold that it much. Was just more, it was more just rollout help for Vince. Yeah. But Callie, she was the second to last performer. So I feel like it might do a lot for her. Interesting. Like, she really might have her her crazy breakout season. I mean, her and Don Tolliver together since the last project. She has a she has a lot going in her favor at the All moment. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, hey, listen to Don Tolliver. 
as like a key <laughs> facet. It's like association with Don Tolliver as a key facet in her success. All right. Last topic. This was teased expertly by chance at the end of the last episode. Saved it for the last topic this week. Stunt doubles in hip hop. I like I have a lot of theories. This is my next theory. I think this is a this is a profitable lane for artists. Vance, you're a manager. Let me let me pitch this Never. to you. If I found a nigga on the street right now that looks like 4K Mike. Never. He can do all he doesn't have to do a show. He's not doing the shows. We leave that for 4K Michael. But the meet and greets before the show, let 4K Michael keep relaxing. Let this random nigga that looks Never. like him take pictures. I'm, if I'm, let the club appearances. The club appearances, you're sitting in the back. It's dark. This nigga just drinks. Nobody knows. Look, you're if still I'm Drake's manager, percentage. I'm sending a season to assist to that nigga immediately. I'm getting him off the streets. I'm making sure can, he gets the he- the heart cut out of his head immediately. Look at what just happened with Lil Durk and Blocklist. Lil Durk didn't have to do a whole video day. That's a day. That's opportunity cost. A day that Dirt got to spend as an artist making music while the fake Dirt. Yo, I want everybody Dirk listening to, to this, this music to know video. if you endorse the fake Drake and fake Dirt, I can never talk to you. <laughs> I'm not endorsing fake, fake Drake, and I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know. For, some, for whatever reason, I empathize, I empathize with the fake Dirk more than the <laughs> fake Drake. <laughs> like, I respect the fake Dirk. Maybe because fake Dirk is like, he looks 17. Whereas fake Drake looks forty, <laughs> so it's fake like Drake is I can't get behind a forty year old doing this. <laughs> but like a teenager doing it, I kind of respect it. Like you just got put on on Dirk video, you got to meet your favorite artist. Probably bro, got a little there's bag. There's no way. There's no way. He probably doesn't and, even like Dirk's dance. music, bro. I feel like you're not being forward thinking enough as a manager right now. Look at what this nigga is doing on TikTok, pushing Dirk's music. You're telling me if I found a fake four K Michael to push y'all on TikTok like this, you would say no? You'd be like nah. Yes, that's not I'm real. I'm saying rap. this makes Dirk look goofy. Every second that this fake Dirk keeps walking around, claiming he's Dirk, <laughs> and keeps calling himself the real Perkyo. You want him to slide on a fake Dirk? Is because it's his Twitter name is the real Perkyo. Stop it! What are you doing? You're a grown man, bro. Sorry, I can't have niggas acting like these rappers with the hair. They're doing the dances. Did my dance on TikTok and went viral with it. Mm-mm. He's constantly going viral. This is great. Marketing. He is constantly going viral with it, but it's 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 nasty. A fake it 4K is Michael is nasty too. I'm trying to think of other nasty things that music has normalized. I mean, you could probably give me something more, but this I feel like this isn't the nastiest thing to happen in the music I mean, labels industry. buying their own albums. Yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> to make up for album sales and break even, but. This is like that level nasty. I'm sorry, bro. Fake Dirk is just crazy. I mean, wasn't there a young boy lookalike that got killed? I mean, I think he might have had 21 op- Savage. Oh yeah, maybe a 21 Savage lookalike. He he might have had ops, but still, bro. I just it's goofy behavior. If I'm Dirk, I'm distancing myself. I mean, Dirk's cool for I don't know, bro. But do you see the do you see the pros? You I feel like you're only looking at the negative. I am. The I am hating on it. I kind of <laughs> you're see ignoring your point. these pros that I'm listing out for you. If I can see how it would be going crazy on TikTok and how fake Dirk would just be doing hella work and all the challenges exactly. that real Dirk, Dirk doesn't want to do. <laughs> Dirk doesn't have to do any of this corny behavior because a young nigga that looks like him wants to do it and he's getting the clout and a little probably not even a crazy bag, just a little something. You're right. Nothing really is real. If niggas think that he's basically Dirk. And doing the challenges as a nigga who looks like Dirk, then he's basically Dirk. I feel like I'm winning you over. Chance, how do you feel about this? As a fan, Drake isn't a good one just because that nigga's corny. Fake Drake is corny. Fake <laughs> Future would Dirk. be corny as shit too, though. I feel like that's there's, there's an age cut off for sure. No, the fake, fake Dirk. Fake Dirk is just perfect because it's just so funny in such an interesting way. Like, what do you mean? It's the the blonde dreads, the blonde the, dreads, the, that the look like eyes. The spaghetti. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't approve. <laughs> I don't approve of a grown man pretending to be another grown man. But like, what if he was even like wearing on. those clothes? <laughs> he stay on that shit funny though. I feel like if like the artist embracing it and it's like a joke, I don't I don't like Ty Stereo trying to stunt double and woo a fast one over people's eyes talking about it's dark in the club, like, cause nobody gonna go for that. But 
If you wanted to be like a the little niggas funny have going thing, for it. That's the thing. Like Dirk went viral on YouTube for going in a club and niggas was really like crying. Bum rushing this man's audience. <laughs> Bum rushing this man's entourage trying to get in for a picture with fake Dirk. <laughs> Yo, that's sickening. I saw a nigga on Twitter though that said like niggas like Dirk, like you send a nigga like you send your stunt double in to the club or like to a function first and let him like scope it out and make sure See it's what? safe. Even beyond the that financial shit has elements. You, that might have some utility. To be honest, but I'm shocked yeah, that funny. I'm shocked that you as a businessman don't see the angle. But okay, we'll see. Uh, think- you trying to push fake dirt might be your nastiest take in 101 episodes of Unheard. I'm trying to push fake artists in general. I, I want to see how far this can go. <laughs> that is funny. That is just definitely you know, just a funny thing to see go as far as possible. Fake artists. I don't know. I mean. I definitely think it is interesting in the sense where, like, 20 years ago, I feel like on some just, like, fake, faux, machismo, rap shit, like, niggas would, this, like, shit wouldn't be cool. But now with the internet and TikTok, like you said, like, it's now all okay. Derek now has him in the video and has him. I think not even 20 years ago, like, five years ago, 21 Savage was really trying to kill his You're right. His, he was trying his to kill like Savage. <laughs> he was not fucking with that nigga. You're right, you're right. That's a good point. But now, all the duplicate shit is okay. Everything is cool. All the street shit is done. Niggas like Dirk, they laugh it off, put him in the video. That was it. That was all I had for this episode. You guys had any anything else you saw interesting this week? Coachella looked in, kind of interesting. I think we already spoke to the fact that it's a little cooked. Yeah. I just really no takeaways. I'm mad niggas did not live stream the Doja Cat performance or whatever. I heard there were complications with Doja Cat performance and... As a, you know, kind of detached, but you know, I'll say adjacent member of uh, Doja Cat's official team. We can't be fucking up the Doja Cat performances. Whoever's out there and is controlling that shit, we can't be fucking them up. We can't. Here's my last question. I guess we can do last words. This is getting to be a long episode. What What do live performances mean for you guys? Because for me, it's like Everything. the playoffs. Okay. They're the okay. playoffs for everybody. I feel like we're on the same page. I think they're the playoffs for every single person that enjoys music. Even like me being a lucky fan, even the Kanye show, there's still anticipation of like, oh shit, is this nigga about to fold in the playoffs? Exactly. But then so that when they perform, it's like, ah, he's really him. It's exactly the playoffs. Perfect analogy. You could Chess be my favorite artist, and I'm still afraid you're gonna fold. I do, just because, man. When you when you're looking forward to seeing your favorite artist, it's like you automatically have heightened anticipation, like just by default. You don't even be trying. Add on the fact that you think so highly of this artist, and it's like when they come out and then they just phone it in or give you like a like lesser performance, you feel you feel cheated, you feel lied to. I ain't gonna lie. But I think it also depends on the caliber of the art of the artists and what how what esteem you hold them into. I mean, what esteem you hold them to? Because there are also artists I like that I just know I probably would not enjoy as much live performance. I have fell out of like love with artists from hearing them live and it was like the ass. I'm like, all right, I can't even, I can't really fuck with your music the same. No, you was really catfishing. Yeah, like there just, are like, a lot. Lil Key, this happened with Lil Key. <laughs> I was like, damn, bro, I cannot. You're going to a low-key concert in anticipation. Is this, was at the, this was at the festival, and this was right after uh, that project in 2019. I was like, damn, nah, can't really fuck with that anymore. But that was my last question. Last words. Bro, I just wanted to find the Doja Cat stat. She was like the first female artist. Like, I think Planet Her has been on Billboard 200 for like however long. And she's been like the longest standing rap. Yeah, it was a lo- rap. They called it R&B. But it, yeah, it was like R&B something. And she beat out Beyonce. And I was just like, hey, hey. That trajectory is looking a little crazy right now. Doja keeps it up. Yeah. I, I can't big up Doja Cat anymore. <laughs> like, she is, in five years, is going to be like the most staple name. Like. Not even, maybe three. Yeah, probably like the most staple. Every single person in America will know who Doja Cat is. Like, like two just common years. pop culture name. Those are my last words.
Chance will take us out with his last words in an unheard artist. Thank you guys for 100 episodes. Love doing this pod every week. It's a lot of fun. Stay tapped in. For my unheard, I was running back this artist the other night, one Sampha. I was like, damn, I wonder if he dropped something new. And he did. He dropped something with Lil Silver called Backwards. Backwards by Lil Silver and Sampha. It's backwards how you cyclone me Sink hole, black hole, control me It's backwards I'm moving slowly It's backwards you say it's on me Restricted Restricted by a ton of phrase mm. Conflicted Not by what you say but how you say it Over, dog.